You've tuned in to Naturopathic Earth Radio and Holistic Health News, where you get the latest on medical cover-ups, government malfeasance, toxins being put in our food and home, as well as sound, clean eating principles. We are here to cast a light on what the big sick care industry and its government shills don't want you to know. Don't be a slave to Big Pharma. Break free of the shackles of big food and start your journey now on a long, purposeful life. Become a citizen of Naturopathic Earth. Here's your host, A. Gregory Luna. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of Holistic Health News as we listen to the dying embers of Nine Inch Nails. So today we're going to talk about possible foreseen or unforeseen unintended consequences of sheltering in place. So what do we know right now as of late March? This is at least going to go another two weeks, if not longer. Some estimates say it could go another two months till the summer. Some estimates say 18 months because right now we don't know. Nobody knows unless the powers that be know, and this is all planned by them. But either way, we don't know. So what happens when you get a family who is not used to being with each other day in, day out, spending time with each other day in, day out. Now hear me out. See, man works, woman stays home is the traditional gender norm for millennia. And even if the woman is working in this concocted mythical couple that I'm talking about here, the man is at work. And so a woman... And the children only have to tolerate the man a few hours a day. And as it is in some relationships that are that are not the best or maybe a little dysfunctional, the weekends can be tough because now they got to deal with the man in the house all the time and having the kids in the house. That's why people like routine. They like the work week. They see school as a daycare, which essentially is a daycare with a little schooling, especially the public schools. So now that we have not just self-quarantining, but sheltering in place, meaning pretty much every restaurant, coffee shop, entertainment complex is closed. People are now confined to their homes. And then, yeah, they can go walk around a park. That's pretty much all you can do. (laughs) So how does this affect interfamilial dynamics? Now, I think... When the news was announced that we're closing the public schools, I think honestly a lot of parents to themselves were probably upset. It's like, I got to take off work. And then self-quarantine came and like, well, you're going to be taking off work either way because you're staying home. And maybe if you have a job where you can work at home, you can work at home. I'm like, all right, great. And then the man sent home, unless, you know, some people, of course, are still working regular jobs like construction and hospital workers and, and so forth. But as a whole, most Americans... And those in in the Commonwealth, because I know I have listeners in the Commonwealth, are at home. So now you have a woman, her husband, who she barely ever sees and might not honestly get along with, and a bunch of petulant children, grumpy, all confined in a home. Now, some of your kids might be happy because they get to play video games all day. And yes, they have school being the schoolwork being sent to them. But we all know it's a joke. Like here in Texas, they... They uh, exempted standardized testing for this year. And believe me, every teacher is rejoicing and every student who's in the, the, the standardized test year is rejoicing too. So now you don't know. I mean, we essentially teach the test. 
So now that they've thrown all the testing, now school doesn't really matter. So now, yeah, they're getting some schoolwork, but yeah, it doesn't really matter. And I feel, look, I feel for the seniors who might not get a graduation and those athletes. And luckily, look, to be honest, to be the complete cynic, if this would happen in the fall, they might not have canceled school because the football brings in so much money to these districts. But in the spring, what do you got? Basketball you know, and track. Wow. So they're not really concerned about the, the financial issues there. Anyway, so you have a bunch of family members together. Now, look, if you watch Jimmy Kimmel and all these celebrities, self-quarantining at their house is great because they have a humongous mansion with a pool and great weather. But a lot of you are up north where it's still cold, and you might not be nearly as wealthy. And so you're in a small house with you, your wife, three kids, and the kids could be toddlers and driving you crazy. Some daycares are still open. But let's say you have a 7-year-old, 10-year-old, and a petulant, sullen 13-year-old. You guys are going to get on each other's nerves. And this this is what I'm worried was going to happen. Because now you have all these people together who are not really used to being with each other. Some say there's going to be a baby boom. And I think, look, I think to a certain extent there's going to be a baby boom with young couples who are cohabiting. Or just young couples in their 20s who don't have any kids or still young in love. Yeah, sure. I'll see, I see some, some, a lot of spooning and then what's going to result from that. Though pharmacies are still open, kitties, so you can get condoms. But I think, if anything, you're going to see a humongous separation and divorce rise after this is over. And this will eventually be over. And I know all the attorneys are panicking. And I really, I don't give a damn because I can't stand attorneys because they're predators at the highest level. I mean, they take advantage of people by price gouging. And yeah, I'll, I'll help you. It's $50 an email, $20 a phone call, $400 an hour. And they take advantage of people at their worst because people only need lawyers either when they're served papers or when they have to uh, do something that, that otherwise uh, they would, would avoid lawyers. And lawyers are, you know, supply and demand. It's free market. So they'll, they'll, they'll help you. But of course, you know, it's, it's like when you go to an amusement park, how they mark up all the concessions because they know they can because you can't get food from anywhere else. It's kind of the same thing. But anyways, lawyers, don't worry, especially you in family law, you're going to get a big spike after this self-quarantine. Because families are not used to hanging out with each other. And now that you're having to spend weeks, if not months together, all those little cracks are going to be showing and they're going to be exposed and they're going to be exacerbated. What else are you going to see? And then, so what you're going to see is these couples be like, man, I thought we got along, but we can't even hang out together without fighting. And then that's going to creep into the head, especially of the women, because women initiate divorce 75% of the time. And college-educated women, it's 90% of the time divorces are initiated by them. So the woman's going to start thinking, hmm, what else is going to happen? Well, you're going to see a lot of people not taking care of themselves, right? Because there's the stress and anxiety of the unknown, the future. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. So what does this mean? Most people are not really in touch with themselves. Most people don't self-reflect. They don't introspect. And so what they're going to do is with this anxiety, instead of maybe channeling it, channeling it to exercise, journaling, meditation, yoga, uh, and pondering and ruminating the meaning of life and maybe returning to prayer or something like that. Most are just going to eat more junk food because junk food has that bliss point, which we talk about here all the time, the perfect combo of of fat, sugar, and salt. And I also see people drinking a lot more alcohol, right? So now you have people drunk or under the influence more, and you're in this powder keg of having to be stuck with your family. Now, again, not everybody feels this way. And so that's not a good combo. You're going to have people taking their their 
benzo annex xanax drugs they're they're anxiety drugs more so the ativan and clonopin and they're gonna be popping those in you're gonna see people smoking a lot more pot which might relax i'm sure but, you know also leads to increased rise of rise of psychosis and hallucinations go to that episode we did here and you're gonna see a lot more fighting fighting amongst the parents fighting amongst the parents and the children and I see a lot of, um, I see definitely a rise in domestic disturbances. I see a rise of spousal abuse, both woman to man and man to woman, because 50% of spousal abuse is actually woman to man. We really don't hear about this. We think of the Tyler Perry movies where it's always the, you know, the, the toxic narcissistic man who's beating the damsel in distress, but it's 50%. Lots of times it's uh, women physically beating their man, but lots of times it's women just psychologically enraging at the man. So now you have this cocktail. The man and the women really can't leave. They can go walk around the neighborhood or go to a park, but they have to come back. And so you're going to see this conflagration, right? It's this perfect powder keg if you have a dysfunctional family or dysfunctional life. And so you're going to see a lot of fighting. You're going to see a lot of domestic disturbances. And I think if this continues, especially if it continues for a couple of months, if not longer than a couple of months, you're going to see really bad stuff. You're going to see murder-suicides. You're going to see suicides. You're going to see uh, higher rates of abuse. You're going to see maybe some crazy people shooting up someplace, right? Because they're again, we are human beings. We love and need social interaction, and we need to be interacting with people. So definitely go outside and talk to your neighbors from whatever six feet away. But we need to interact, Skype, Zoom, call people, whatever it takes. But we are social creatures, so when you tell tell humans to stay in a house all day and not talk to anybody but whoever's in the house and then you know go outside a little, um, at the beginning it could be seen as liberating, but as weeks and weeks go on, it's going to be a powder keg. It really is. So you see two groups that I'm worried about. You see the dysfunctional family, which unfortunately is many families. You're going to see domestic disturbances and fights. And then the, the solitary woman and man, so the cat lady who's maybe in her 50s and 60s or 70s, uh, who doesn't have any kids, or the kids live in another town and she can't visit them and they can't visit her, or the solitary older man. I see these people maybe taking their lives, right? Because again, they have no one to interact with. This 70 year old man who lives alone has no one to interact with. He's isolated. If he's watching the news, he's getting anxious and panicky. And we have to interact with people. We're human beings, and I could see themselves just snapping and taking their life. Now, I don't want to see this as gloom and doom and all this, but this is what I see because, look, it's almost like a, a PSYOP social experiment that the government is doing on us. How long can these people handle this before they crack? How long? How long is it going to take until somebody snaps at a grocery store and just shoots a bunch of people? Of course, we don't want this, right? And then the government can roll in, okay, now we're going to have to have military in the supermarkets, and I'm just worried about families right now. And I understand why they're self-quarantining. Um, but still, I don't like it. I don't like it. Here in the town that I live in, in South Texas, a town of 1.3 million, uh, they just did shelter in place. And if you read the fine print, it says if you're out and about doing something you're not supposed to be doing and the police catches you, they can fine you up to $1,000 and imprison you for 180 days. You don't hear that in the news. So, I mean, now they, they put force behind it. And I understand why they're doing it, because there's people who are having parties and all this. But I am not a big fan of government restricting liberties. 
I'm a libertarian, and I understand what's going on here. But at the same time, when you give up freedom for security, you get neither. And we live in America. And yes, I know thousands are going to die. And I know you might have five cases or even 200 cases in a town of 2 million people, but still 200 cases in a town of 2 million people. And we'll see if there's blowback from conservatives as this continues about civil liberties. Like, why are we limiting Americans in a time where very few people are sick to be able to do what they want? But so many people are sheeple, and they'll gleefully go along with whatever the government tells them, and these are the people that are going to be massively manipulated later on. But if you're not questioning at all your infringement of your civil liberties, if they start ticketing or imprisoning people for not obeying sheltering in place, and I'm a little concerned about your knowledge of American history and American uh, civil ethics and the Bill of Rights, because this this is an issue, the infringement of our Bill of Rights to a certain extent. Either way, so we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen in the future. This is my prediction. Unless the self-quarantine goes away in, in a week or so, I see a massive rise in, in domestic disturbances and, and suicides and, and just dysfunction. So guys, Interact with each other. Try to get along with each other. If you notice that there's tension, uh, just take a walk. Take a three-hour walk and write, introspect, reflect, journal. Just do things. Interact with people uh, as much as you can and just understand this will pass and just don't do anything drastic. All right, guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check it out. Thank God the Internet's around. You want to see true anarchy, they get rid of the Internet or utilities or cable. Man. Or there's a close in the grocery stores or a run on the bank. Then you're going to see massive anarchy. But Either way, if you want to support us because you like our content, there's a PayPal link. Click on that and go and donate whatever you want monthly or one time. You can buy Confessions of an Obese Child or Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior, my two books on Amazon. You can buy a paperback or Kindle. If you want some one-on-one coaching for weight loss or weight management or to purge toxins from your pantry, contact me through Clarity FM. Click on the links in the episode notes. Now, granted, the episode notes might take some time to be put in here, so maybe go back three or four episodes. Also, we're Amazon affiliates, so if you go to Naturopathic Earth and go to the food recipes, click there. You'll see some Amazon links. Click on that to get to Amazon, and anything you buy within 24 hours uh, of anything on Amazon, we get 2% commission, no expense to you. And the last thing is I have a new essential oils course introduction to essential oils over at mocha fm for nine dollars it's a 10 course uh, course and it's a 10 episode course and it's really great so go check that out and we have three podcasts here holistic health news over at essential oils and, and herbal apothecary we just did one on myrtle essential oil and then we have confessions of an obese child which has a new episode coming out in a week please go subscribe to all of them and post an honest review until next time take care try to stay sane bye-bye Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathic earth. Buy the confessions of an obese child ebook on Amazon or Barnes & Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember, the core belief at NPE, let food be thy medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time, music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.